a Lifetime Original Podcast. Lila? Layla. Lila. Layla. 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 Right? Is that <laughs> it was the, Layla. Is that the Eric Clapton film? I love a Lifetime movie. 16 out of 19? What is this scale? I'm ready to play a 16-year-old's mother. Oh, my God. The mega gaily, pretty and pink award. She's thinner than us. She's blonder than us. She's younger than us. This is punching up. The footage never lies, okay? I'll be on the 7 to 10. Wait for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, Chad. Chad. Oh, jeez. Uh, Derek. Derek. Call an ambulance. Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am one of your hosts, Naomi Paragon, here with the fabulous, stunning, say it, say it, say it. And I am your other host, Megan Gailey. <laughs> that was good energy, Megan. You really came through. Megan, can we just talk about how good it was to see each other in person last week? Gosh, it was good. And we went to a gorgeous little spot a little we did. a little oasis in the no man's mm-hmm. land that is the armpit between Los Feliz and Hollywood <laughs> absolutely and people say you went where <laughs> on what streets and i said i don't even know where this it was it was like a you, mirage you said i'm i'm by a grocery store yeah. and then a tent city yeah. and in the middle was a gorgeous restaurant gorgeous that you found you found that yeah that's amazing. And it was near my house, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, you're the you found it. I'd never even And heard. they they said 90 minute limit and we said we'll be here for 3 hours. <laughs> Thank you for your suggestion. <laughs> bring, please bring me my brunch steak sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> we did both have we had dinners oh, at 11:30 yeah. yes. a.m. <laughs> it was it was I will say now Megan, I will say I was surprised that a let you suggested 11 a.m. Oh. Is that because you're an early riser? I am an early riser, but I I just think of that as like brunch time. That may have been what reservation they had, if I'm being honest. Well, that's okay. I would like to turn it over to you listeners. What time do you think brunch time is? Because to me, brunch time is one o'clock. Mm. Brunch time is two o'clock. But I noticed oh. in LA, people do tend to go to brunch early. Like places yeah. will have a line around the block at 10 a.m. Yeah. And to, to me, because brunch is usually kind of heavy, you know, I like to have that in the middle of the day. And you want, yeah, you want to get yourself starving. Absolutely. And Sunday, I used to bartend on Sundays. And Sunday morning, there is no sleepier time. Like, if mm-hmm. you are, uh, the difference between a Saturday at 9 a.m. and a Sunday at 9 a.m., it's like bustling to ghost town. Like, no <laughs> one is out Sunday mornings besides very upset parents. <laughs> I upset parents and probably insta killers, I would imagine. Oof, yeah. And some walk of walk of shames. Yeah. yeah but like yeah, an, yeah, yeah. yeah cuz 11 a.m. that's that's too late to be a walk of shame. You know, I think of a walk of shame between like 7 and 10 a.m. Okay, I could see that. I could see that right cuz you're really trying to get out that door yeah. almost before the person wakes up. You so can't you want it to be really sleep early. in at like a one yeah. night stands house and I'm not Ooh. saying like you shouldn't. I'm saying I like physically cannot. Like I right. like ah, 6 a.m. Yeah. Get me out of here. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Oh god, there's nothing worse than like you know how like man boys meeting I'm what by that I do mean like 
they're men, but they're like 24. You know what I mean? Like delicate. Yeah. How mm-hmm. like sometimes you will sit in a guy's bed and you're like, is this a grit? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. unidentified dirt where you're like, what is it? Is it a crumb? Is it actual dirt? Did you go to the beach? What is happening in here? Ooh. You have to wash your sheets with frequency. My least favorite is a crunchy towel. Oh my God, Megan. What are you even saying? You I've never even you... seen a crunchy towel. It's You can't see it. You can only feel it. <laughs> it's like you, it, it, it feels like, um, you know those, what is it? Is it um, Salvador Dali? He has the clocks that like fold yep. over. Mm-hmm, well, the mm-hmm. towel would do that too. You know, like it has a bend Okay, so to it's it. melting. It's yes, hard. yes, yes. It's hard okay. and you could crack it. Like if you were to fold it, it would go, <laughs> it would crack. <laughs> and I've touched wow. a lot of crunchy towels. Oh, that was the sorority times, wasn't it? Yeah, but uh, after two, <laughs> after two. Oh, my God. Megan, are you ready to talk about this movie? Because... Oh, boy. I mean, <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. I was baffled. I was baffled, is yeah. what I'm going to say. Yeah, okay? You hear insta-killer, and you're like, maybe he's... Maybe they're instant. You know? Like, there's insta-egg. Right. Insta... Yeah. There's, there, it, it's it's not specifically Instagram or insta-pick as it is in this. <laughs> so, the, the genre seemed like, what could it be? And then... I guess I'll read the log lines so then people yes. know what it is actually. So this film, Instakiller, when a woman's teenage daughter becomes internet famous, I think that's being a little... I thought it was a very... I mean, yeah, they did that real... Yeah, that's whoa. a little overboard. Internet famous, I'm, I'm using quotes now. She becomes worried about the amount of attention her daughter is receiving. I feel that, I understand that. Her mm-hmm. fears prove justified when she realizes someone is stalking her daughter. Dun, dun. Well, well, well. Now, this is a film that is on Lifetime Movie Club. If you have the membership, which at this point, I really, I, I don't know what other. Hi, I know. How are you listening to this podcast about the membership? Right. Is it, I mean, I appreciate it if you are listening, but yes. I am wondering if you're getting the full experience. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because, you know, to see the movie, to know exactly what we're talking about, and also some of these people, like, they're facial expressions their voice it's like you need to see it you need to see it Mm -hmm. i mean and so much so much can be conveyed in those little things now i also want to tell you guys you know we love your voicemails we have told you to call 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 in with your real life lifetime movies and at the end of the app we are going to be playing a couple and i think these are really going to be inspiring to us megan (laughs) are you prepared i am ready for insta-killer. All right, let's get into it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
So we open and we see that gorgeous LA skyline. <laughs> and I do love to be at home watching the film and then go, I am in this film somewhere. You know, right, like right, right, I am right. in my house in Northeast LA, somewhere in the universe that Instakiller is taking place. Mm-hmm. And then we see a flash of a college campus and we see a beautiful blonde, Layla. Layla. Teaching what I. I'm assuming it's art history because yeah, famous yeah, works was. of art to keep popping right. up. Um, right. We've got some Botticelli. Wow. I mean, and we already <laughs> talked about wow. Salvador Dali. Dali. This is our I, art episode. Degas. This is, okay, you just know artists. Oh, my God. And I was the one who worked at an art magazine. And you're <gasps> you over did? here dropping Degas. Oh, yeah, honey. I was the editor of Watercolor Magazine. Oh, Watercolor an Magazine? And I was an, it was, that was an offshoot of American Artist. So I was in charge wow. of the watercolor one, and then like I worked in <gasps> the other one. Yeah. So Monet, Manet. <laughs> I've been Absolutely. to the Uffizi and the Louvre and the. Wow. I can't think of anything else now. Okay. Well, that's someone's international, and quite <laughs> frankly, you know who's not international? The two teens in this movie. Okay, <laughs> because we cut to Harper and Monica, two little teens in the, walking in the street in their suburban neighborhood, taking pictures. Like, look at this top. Is this one of your new designs? Wait, you like it? Yeah. I upcycled this t-shirt. Like, all you really have to know is like... And so while they're taking pictures, a neighbor sees a creepy dude. I say dude always, but it was just a yeah. hooded figure. Hooded we figure. Don't and it, this, this is the middle of the day. Sunshine, yeah. Los Angeles, right. hooded. Right. 3 p.m. Yes. And we are not talking... And mask. And we are not talking... This, this does not take place in the pandemic universe. Okay, so right. hooded and masked is weird. You, It's right. very invisible man happening. Absolutely. And so the neighbor Wilson, which I did like, I thought maybe it was giving like a nod to home improvement. Um, oh, I didn't even know he had a name. The fact, I was like, did Megan just name him Wilson? <laughs> no. Because I didn't hear it. <laughs> That's because I have to open the IMDB when I am watching because mm-hmm. I undoubtedly I'm going to see someone and go, where do I know them? And I like to just have it at the ready. Yes. Yeah, it's um, a cross So Wilson, the neighbor, sees this guy. It's like, hey, what are you doing? Are you taking pictures of those young girls? Excuse me. Hey, are you taking pictures of those girls? Hey, creep, knock it off. And then the creep takes Wilson's head and goes, bonk, bashes it on the hood of his car, and Wilson's yeah. just on the ground, unconscious, and insta-killer flashes on the screen. This is two minutes in. Usually, Lifetime, they'll make it like a slow burn, right? And like the third act will be like, you know, the murder. Like you might get one murder in act one, and then it kind of builds. But this one was like, Nope. I mean, I'm not saying Wilson was murdered, but remember, y'all, this is broad daylight, and he just smashed a man's face onto the hood of a car, and it was like, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. So you realize immediately the stakes are huge. Yeah, and this is Studio City or Sherman Oaks, okay? These are not (laughs) neighborhoods where this is going to go unnoticed. Exactly, exactly. But in this universe, it has. Um, Then we cut back to Layla, who is talking about Helen of Troy. That is the face that launched a thousand ships. This is Greek mythology's most powerful example of the terrible things that a person will do in the name of love. And as she's doing that, though, we're seeing that the a person a, in a disembodied hand is looking at dis- images of Harper. Harper's our lead. Harper's the blonde one. And I have to say at this point, Layla's lecture is very slow and boring, okay? I feel like she thinks she's engaging, but she just takes dramatic pauses for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, hurry up, woman. So what I took issue with was that her class was being taught in a computer lab. 
And I don't think anything hmm. but computer-based classes should be t- like you art history should be taught in a lecture hall where mm-hmm. large mm-hmm. images of the art is projected at the front of the class. Not but everyone they were projected. I know, but then everyone's sitting behind computers. Maybe they're looking at close-up. I didn't like it. Maybe they're in Photoshop. I don't like being. Them. I don't like being in a computer lab to learn. It's not where okay. I do my best learning. Okay, Megan, we will never put you in a computer lab. I promise you. <laughs> I'm that. not a good I typist. Promise. I don't understand technology, and I, just even filing in and having to sit by a bunch of people and a bunch of big ass computer screens. No, that's I'm afraid. Okay, okay, you're getting heated, and I'm gonna say this: if you don't like sitting next to a bunch of random people, you're not gonna like our next scene of this movie, which is at. Layla and Derek's coffee shop. Yes, there is a Derek. Come on, this is a Lifetime movie. And Derek is Harper's dad. Okay, Mm -hmm. let's think about these family names. We've got a Layla, a Derek, a Harper. Gorgeous, Mm -hmm. gorgeous. Uh, They are a a family that would come in a photo, like a, a, I don't really know words. Stock photo. They're like a stock photo, right. They'd be in the frame at Target. Mm -hmm. And... Derek runs the coffee shop. I mean, the whole family owns it. Who cares? Derek is the main guy. He's running the coffee shop. And the parents are very much in love. They're very cute. Dad has a strong jaw. I'm really into his vibes. The winner. Just rubbing it in, aren't you? No, no, it was a good effort, babe. It really was. Yeah. But you got distracted by Harper. Yeah. Harper, just the whole time her parents are talking, she's just like staring at her phone. And she's like, and of course, you know how parents always like, put your phone down, put your yeah. phone down. And then she freaks out because she got featured on the buzzy list mm-hmm. for Insta Picture. The top indie fashion designers to follow on Insta Picture. Like people actually like my designs. Like I'm finally getting noticed. Ah! Oh, my God. Now Harper, as I said, you know, she already like slashed the sleeves of her shirt. Mm-hmm. She is a aspiring designer. fashion designer. Yes, she wants to go to fashion school. I believe it's called the Edwards Institute. Yes, we do hear the name of the school a lot. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh my god, I'm finally getting noticed." Because yes. like, her Insta is basically her wearing the clothes she designs. Right? That's what we get. She says that like she needs this to be able to get into this massive school because her mom suggests that she makes her account private because she's a teen right. girl. And obviously her mom is worried about her information getting out. And she says every person they let in has at least a couple thousand followers. That's how that's just how it is. Like, (laughs) excuse me, what? College admissions is based on Instagram followers now? (laughs) I don't like that idea. It's all I've ever wanted. Every person Edward lets in has at least a couple thousand followers. That's just how it works now. Honey, I'm just trying to protect you. You're my baby, okay? That's the terror of this movie. Yeah. A school that requires an Instagram following. Oh my gosh. So Harper is in her room sewing and mom comes in and is like, come join me and dad for dinner. And Harper's like, no. Basically mom, what we're kind of getting by this point is like, mom doesn't want to leave Harper alone. She doesn't want her out of her sight. And so she's a little overprotective. But to me, it didn't seem crazy. But no. Harper is giving you that teen girl, I want to be independent energy. See, the and whole I, just, time. I just thought they wanted her to come to dinner. I didn't even see it. At, I think they, they just seemed like a happy, in a photo, target family that likes to go <laughs> to dinner together and be like, hello, we're blonde, Derek's salt and pepper, <laughs> we are cute, we are white. Please bring us some Please food. give us 
Exactly. But the whole thing, guys, the backstory here is Harper had a heart transplant. <laughs> I didn't even yes. know that. I didn't know that. I don't know how I missed that. It's been like 500 years since the transplant. 500 years? Yeah. It hasn't even been one year. And if you're still doing well in 500 years, then I'll worry a little bit less. Yeah, because it's not a subtle line. Missed that. And I was like, all right, Harper, okay, I'm assuming it's a big organ, you know, just the way she said it. And so, so Harper's had a heart transplant. So, you know, she, at one time her life was hanging in the balance, mm -hmm. okay? And mom and dad are like, we're so lucky to just even have our little girl. So that's the energy, that's the dynamic. Do you think Harper, because it's hard to get a heart transplant. It's hard to get any organ. Of course. Do you think Harper moved to the front of the list because she had a lot of Instagram followers? <laughs> I think it's so funny because I was like, I think she moved to the list because she was a blonde girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a blonde girl with a blue eye. And I was like, but that's can't make those tied to the Instagram follower. You know, they're well, like, probably. put them number one. They're verified. <laughs> oh, God. What a dystopian future I we're know, creating. Right? Like, and we're like laughing, but it's like, so, or, is this real? Okay. Um, so then friend Monica comes in and so it's like, okay, she doesn't want to go to dinner because her friend's hanging out. And yeah. Monica and Layla have this little exchange. That dress, you look hot, Mrs. W. Oh, thanks. I hope I look that good when I'm your age. What? What did I say? Um, okay, so Layla hates this. Um, yeah. and Harper's <laughs> like, Bleh. and I think <laughs> To get a compliment from a teen girl, you, it, it's like, even if it's backhanded, it's golden. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, it's interesting, you guys, again, this is why I suggest you watch this movie on the LMC, because Monica's giving me print model vibes. She's giving me yeah, Cole's yeah, yeah. catalog. Delia's, yes. Yeah, so real Delia's energy. Like, she talks, like, very flat, and, like, she kind of doesn't know what she's saying. Like, in that moment where she's like, it looks good for seven year age. It's like she doesn't realize the word and like, but that's everything she says in this movie. There is no malice. She's very harsh. Monica, Monica is harsh. But she has no malice in her heart. I don't know. Later on, she gets a little messy. She <laughs> says some things where you're like, Monica, damn. I like to I, see, I when we get to that part, I'm on her side. Okay. Oh. So Layla and Derek head out to dinner and they meet uh security. This is like a neighborhood watchman. And his name well, is Well, they're in a gated community. It's a gated community. Yes. Yeah. Come on. They're um, the best family. Uh -huh. His name is Floyd. But as they're talking to him, we have one of our favorite things. We can tell that someone bad is watching Ugh. Layla, Derek, and Floyd chat. Ooh, I love a long shot, honey. When you yeah. see someone's watching, one of my favorite lifetime moments. And then it is revealed that they all know Wilson to be missing. So Wilson oh, is the God. guy who got his head bashed in. We thought yep. he just was left there, um, maybe yeah. to be found by somebody. But no, he is actually missing at this moment. Oh my God. And they seem, I would say, relatively chill about the fact that they have a <laughs> missing neighbor. Oh, yeah, especially with a neighbor missing. Uh, oh. Any word? Well, not yet, but, you know, don't worry. He'll show up soon. Well, I think when you hear missing for an adult, you're like, well, maybe he just went somewhere and didn't tell nobody. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe he's eat, pray, loving. But it's also, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, you're right. You're right. They're way too calm about it. Can you please talk about, oh God, okay. Then, okay, what appears to go on, Monica and Harper are like scrolling through Insta and Monica messages Chad, mm -hmm. a hot guy, Chad. 
yeah. on Harper's behalf. Who Harper is Harper's, like in love with. Yeah, she's had a crush on him for years and years. And then they get a response from someone. Listen to this. Someone who thinks you're beautiful. I loved that shredded blue shirt you were wearing walking home from school today. Wait, what? Well, that's kind of creepy, right? Okay. okay. Okay, you guys. During this, we see she is messaging with a person who's sitting in a car outside her house. Ah! Come on, you know when someone's watching from a car. This yes. is Lifetime, baby. And so this He's is also- watching from a car. Yes, this is also the person that was watching her parents leave her and Monica home alone. Exactly. Okay, so then they, they block him. Like, they're like, this mm-hmm. is- weird and then we see the person in the car find out that he got blocked which is not if you're listening at home people do not know that um but i do know like i've been blocked by somebody it doesn't say blocked i just can't search them yes but this is a this is this lifetime exactly so we have to make it clear yes so it says blocked and then the creepy person that we are able to identify as a man now starts going harper 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 (laughs) and beating on his steering wheel no! So he did not take the news well. Well, and also, and this is where I'm glad I'm like, you know what? Floyd's doing his job. Because basically Floyd like hears slash sees this breakdown and is like, hey buddy, are you okay? Buddy, need you to roll down your window. The guy won't do it. Floyd goes to call in the license plate, but the guy gets out of the car and attacks Floyd. Okay, we got two bodies, honey. We're not even at minute 15 and we're at two bodies. In a gated neighborhood. This is why they needed that that community watch because clearly people are getting killed left and right. I mean, my mom and dad live in a gated neighborhood and they know when somebody gets a new Cavalier King Charles. I can't imagine (laughs) getting bonked over the head this many times and no one knowing about it. Oh, God. Monica, I will say, for a friend who I was like, you feel like a little shady. Mm-hmm. She is the first one to like be like, that's weird. You're getting creepy messages. Like, do you want to tell your parents? Yeah. You know? And I was like, okay, Monica's looking out. Monica's yes. looking out. But of course, Harper, again, Harper is a fashion designer and she's <laughs> independent and it's all about Instapixer. Yeah. So don't you tell her what to do. She's not doing it. Um, hell no. You know, overprotective she is, she'll lose it. You can't tell her either. And so Harper is talking to Joey, who works in the coffee shop. Lil, he's a little brunette. He's you know, cute. Looking, he's really cute. He's like a little belly. He's looking like 16 to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High school musical hunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That energy. And then there's a regular named Russ at the <laughs> coffee shop. And Russ is giving you like wannabe downtown poet energy, but like yeah. from 1991. Yes. If that it, makes any it, sense. Again, watch it. You will know what we mean. If you've ever seen a white man scat, this is uh-huh. Russ's vibe. He's got one of those little silly hats and like <laughs> weird hair. And you get the vibe that e- that everyone's like, oh, it's like gunther it's like gunther and friends yeah 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 yeah. but like for literally monica makes fun of russ because basically russ has decided not to go to college and he's writing a novel and so monica's like you suck and i'm like rude harper completely messes up russ's coffee order but he decides to take it anyway Mm -hmm. and then russ compliments harper's post you know the post that got on the buzzy list on (laughs) instapix yeah Mm-hmm. We also find out that Russ had a crush on Harper back in the day. And slash asked her Maybe out. still? Yeah. Exactly. And she turned him down. Absolutely. 
Maybe it'll be a bestseller, and I'll regret saying no to that date one time freshman year. <laughs> Call me crazy, but I think you made the right choice. Yeah. Naomi, at this point, I'm convinced mm -hmm. that the stalker is Joey or Russ. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I see that. I definitely understand that. I immediately think Russ is a MacGuffin. I do, too. I know it's a MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because there's always, it's like... It's too obvious. Right. There's They always give you, like, one kind of sketchy guy mm -hmm. to, like, you know, distract you for a hot minute, okay? Now, I will say that at this moment, I realized that Harper and her mother look the same age, okay? Harper <laughs> and Layla look the same age. I was like... Lifetime, I know you want them to be fine, but you got to age up some of these mamas. You got to age up some of these mamas, LT. I know, but like the thing is, I think as an actress, I'm like, I'm ready to play a 16-year-old's mother. <laughs> no, you are yes, not. I am. Yes, based on the casting I see, I go, okay, Mommy <laughs> Megan, here I am. <laughs> now, have we mentioned yet that the name of the coffee shop is Deja Vu Brew? Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and you get the vibe that Deja Vu Brew is like the spot, you know? Right, right. right Layla right. is a professor, Derek owns a coffee shop, and they live in what I can only imagine to be a $1.5 million house. Absolutely. <laughs> Are I you love. kidding me? Gated community where you can get bonked on the head all day. Okay. Now, Harper and Monica are going into the coffee shop again after school, and they're talking about Algebra 2. And I was like, if she's a junior or a senior in high school, shouldn't she be taking calculus? Well, I think now you're projecting your academic, like, <laughs> prowess onto her. I was terrible at math. This is a fashion designer, girl. Um, and so <laughs> I think Algebra 2 junior year, I go, yeah, that, that probably lines up with Harper's skill set. Okay, I see, I see. I mean, I will say, look, I took advanced algebra and trigonometry. I don't know no calculus. I will tell you that is my truth. I took pre-calculus, but I don't think I ever graduated to the next level. And I'm, and I'm like fine at math. I can't even remember what my final math, because then you're supposed to take physics. Well, that's science, but it's that's kind science. of math. Well, y'all, these were not my strengths. I don't know suits. what they okay. were doing in Indianapolis. Honestly, right now, you are playing to your strengths. It all worked out fine. Thank God. Okay, so uh, Joey says that someone left something for Harper, and they are like, ooh, presents. And so they open it up, and there's a bear and a card that reads, from your future and only boyfriend. So Harper and Monica are like, uh, what the hell? And so they go into the bathroom and... You have to tell your parents. I can't be serious. My mom will shut down my account. Maybe it's not the worst thing. Not happening. One creep is not gonna ruin my chance of the best design school in the world. Okay. Oh, wow. He knows where she works. Yep. Yep. And is like decided that he will be her only, in all caps, partner. It's like, but of course... Harper's like, I have to get into the best design school in the world. <laughs> Harper, Harper, this is a real problem. Like, this is what my problem was with Harper's ass. She did not take any of it seriously no, ever. No. And I was like, oh my God. I also, can't. So, like, this letter, do you, now, do you think the stalker thought this was cute or do you think he was trying to be threatening? Like, because sometimes a, a stalker man can, yes. I've gotten notes before that, like, they wrote it. 
crushingly, you know, lovingly, yeah, 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 but yeah. just mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. way it's delivered or who it's from. I'm like, Ugh, this is like threatening too. Only in all caps, like dog. I, I know, but it's the teddy bear that lets you know this person thought they were being romantic. Oh, a teddy, because like a teddy, it's like I'm gonna kill you. Here's a plush toy. No, yeah, it is like I'm gonna be your only boyfriend. Here's a cuddle. Yeah, and so Harper and Monica are leaving. You know. And Joey's like, what was that gift you got? And Harper's like, forget about it. Like, okay. Like, you know, again, Harper, she's like, it's not, it ain't no thing. Mm-hmm. And can, can I ask a question? Are, are, now, I know Harper is an aspiring fashion designer. Do mm-hmm. you find her clothes to be in line with that? Absolutely not. Okay. I'm seeing nothing that says she can do more than follow a pattern. At no, best. it's basic shit. Like, she is dressed off the rack, it looks like. It oh, of feels t shirt and a short. And I'm like, I, I don't think you're going to get into the fashion school. <laughs> like, at this point, I'm like, maybe cut your losses with the stalker and try and yep. get that sorted out and then get an internship somewhere. Because right. from what I'm seeing, if I was on the admissions, I'd go, no, thank you, white girl. Well, this is my thing. I'm like, you know, whenever someone's supposed to be fashiony, it was like in Babysitter's Club, right? Claudia was the fashionable one. It was like in Clarissa Explains It All. If you're going to be a fashiony, like, teen, you got to be giving me bright colors. You got to give me mismatched prints. Yes. You got to give me a lot of you accessories. You need risks. Take risks. Exactly. That's um, what I need to see. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. You know, it's yes. like, those are, that's what I imagine. And are they things I would wear? No. Do they look Never. normal? No. But no. to me, it's like, the crazier it looks, the more I'm like fashionable teen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Definitely. I'm like, okay, she has dreams. So again, look, you guys, Harper's determined to get into this school. We're just going to have to accept that for the duration of the film. Okay. Because she starts getting messages again from another account, right? Because they already blocked the first one. And then Monica's like, okay, this is Cray. And Harper's like, please come down. Using my Instagram to get into college is all that matters. Monica's like, okay. And at which point I'm like, Monica, this is why you can't be the black friend. Because these white girls will get you into some nonsense. Mm -hmm. Harps, those aren't just Insta photos. He knows who you are and where you live. This is not okay. You over here telling her, you being stalked. And she's like, I gotta get into Edwards. Well, thank God. And he, the stalker has photos from the two of them on their street. Like, he has like candids from hiding in a bush that he's posting (laughs) on his account. It's like, that's really abnormal Harper like you gotta realize that so Monica goes to get some chips relatable and (laughs) as she walks into the kitchen she hears Layla and Derek talking about there being two missing men from the neighborhood so Floyd's missing yeah they found his patrol car abandoned off the highway this morning do they think it had anything to do with the missing neighbor I don't know from what I hear there's nothing to connect the two I really hope if someone out there knows something, they'll say something. And she tells Layla and Derek what's going on. And of course, immediately, the parents are worried. Layla's like, shut down your account. They go to the police. The police can't do anything. You know how they do in the first act. Okay? And then Harper gets so mad when her parents tell her that she has to shut it down. She's like, this is going to destroy my career. We are not trying to sabotage your future, honey. We just want you to be safe. But it's not that big of a deal. Honey, it is a big deal. This isn't some internet troll. This guy knows where we live. Can you stop being so frustrating? Just let me be a normal kid and you be a normal mom. 
they're like, you can do one goodbye post and then her account is shutting down. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, I have to tell you, I am not sympathetic to Harper's tears. No. This is like really not working for me. I just think, you know, you know what? Have you heard of a digital portfolio? I bet art schools let you put up a digital portfolio, honey. Upload some JPEGs. Why That'll don't you, go in your application. Why don't you make an account that is other people wearing your designs? Or uh, why don't you make an account where your face isn't in it and it's just the designs and, and have that be private? You can ex- like you can still have a private account. And, right. and she's so dramatic about this. Like it's it's truly the end of her life. Listen to this. Welcome to my last post. Um, this is the last thing I thought I'd be doing today. And I really, really don't want to say goodbye, but my mom is making me. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting me, for following me. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, so as she's giving this over-the-top, sincere goodbye post. We are seeing shots of people around the globe is like basically (laughs) what they are leading us to believe. People tuning in around the globe every hour of the day, watching on their computer, hanging on every word as if they are seeing a speech from Michelle Obama at the DNC. (laughs) They are all in. And you know who else is all in? Creepy hooded figure. Yeah. Of course, he's watching this video and she says she's going to shut it down. He starts to scream and yell again. (laughs) I'm telling you, if I had followed someone like Harper, her ass would have been muted a long time ago. I would have muted Harper if she's doing videos like that. I'm like, oh, no, I just have to follow her because I go to school with her and I don't want to make a thing. But like, I muted her. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Be like, bye. (laughs) Okay, so now we're back at the coffee shop. Harper is giving real emo teen energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Layla's trying to like be fun mom. Here, I'll give you some food. And then Russ comes up to Layla and asks what she's doing. What's up? Oh, hey, Russ. Oh, these are just some thank you gifts that we're gonna hand out to everyone who helped us get through Harper's surgery. We're going to give him out at Harper's party. And Russ goes, oh, wow, my invitation must have got lost in the mail. And Layla's like, <laughs> oh, my God, no way. Here's an invite. Can you help me make the rest of the invitations? Now, this <laughs> is this is when you really go, oh, now I know how Harper turned out this way. I see. I see. But why, though? You think because she's too indulgent? No, because Layla's like, oh, my God, I totally forgot to invite you. Can you help yeah. me? It's like, that's rude. I you see. can't ask someone that you forgot to invite to this party to then help you. It, it, it Layla gave me serious and my super sweet 16 vibes there mm, as a mother, okay. as a mother. As a mother, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, thank God we get to pivot to my favorite print model, Monica, because she comes in and she tells Harper something that will finally put a smile on her face. And you know what it is? Monica got Chad's number to give to Harper. Now, you know, at this point, you know, I don't like when we have a movie where we're talking about someone we never see Uh all the time. Uh Because it's like, I have to be invested in this Chad character. Is he hot? You know? Is he hot? Does he he deserve Harper being obsessed with him? 
Exactly. Can exactly. he? Does his face overcome the fact that his name is Chad? You know, what are we? Exactly. Is he? Is he black? Is he white? Right. What right. is Harper's taste? It's, because if her taste is basic, then that's going to go another notch in the fact that I don't think she's getting into fashion school. <laughs> okay. Absolutely, absolutely. So Russ, again, who's been dragged into helping Layla work, is carrying stuff with her to her car, and they see that someone has broken the windows of Mom's car and written, you can't keep us apart, in big red letters on the car window. Oh my God. Hey, careful, this glass. Looks like Harper Stalker found a new target. Now the detective comes back. Now yeah. the detective is like, well, okay, a minivan was defiled. Maybe there's something we can do about it. But he also still says, he's like, well, the chances of finding this guy are slim. Well, then You should probably what? just get a camera. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <sighs> I do think Lifetime's portrayal of cops is, is accurate. I do too. <laughs> it's it's accurate. realistic. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I was like, okay. I mean, yeah. we're mad at it, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. But now, when they're having this conversation inside the coffee shop with the detective, Joey is in the background listening and there's not a big thing made about it. They don't cut to him. I'm just a mm -hmm, detective mm -hmm. better than Detective Canavan. And yeah. I see him and feel him. And then I'm like, I'm against Joey. Joey uh -huh, is uh -huh, bad uh -huh. news. That's when it hits for you. That's interesting. Well, it hurt. It hit earlier. But for dramatic effect, I am saying it now instead. Uh-huh. <laughs> So Derek takes the detective's suggestion of not being able to do anything and does get a security camera that he installs outside of Deja Bru. I mean, with this thing, if the cops don't catch the stalker, maybe we can ID him. Just another step in keeping Harper safe. And not to mention you. And then that night, Harper's like, I'm so sorry. I was being crazy about my account. And I'm like, finally, okay, maybe yeah. I'm into you again, Harper. And her parents give her mace to carry. Mace? Mace. Why? Why? Because we want you to be able to protect yourself. I'm going to say, for the record, I got Mace on my keychain yeah. right now. And yeah. I'm a grown woman. So, yeah. Harper, take the Mace. Mace is All good. Right? Mace is good. So, Layla's doing some stalker research. I'm sure that's going to calm your nerves, Mom. And then she gets, an, and she does say that usually the stalker is someone the person knows in real life. He knows where we live, he knew what car was mine, and he knew to destroy the photo books. Yeah, but if it's someone we know, why harass her online? Good question. Look, it gives them a shield and makes them bolder. They find strength in anonymity. And this feels real to me, though. Like, when something happens and you're like, the cops have already said they can't do anything, so you're like, let me go to the internet. And it's like, right. what is stalker? How to catch stalker? <laughs> I'm like, what else would you do? No one is like, Catching helping. a stalker for the teenage soul. Um, chicken, <laughs> chicken soup. No, it, what is it? Chicken soup for the catching soup the stalkers. for the stalked Yes. Yes. Chicken soup for the stalked teenager's soul. Yes, thank you. Okay, we got New it. New York we got Times there. bestseller. <laughs> she gets a notification and... She has now all the passcodes to Harper's shutdown account, and someone has hacked into that account and reactivated it and oh sends a bunch of photos that say, bitch, I'm coming for you, written over candid photos of Layla at work. So this person the is also stalking Layla at work. Oh, my God. He's, he's at, it's like crazy. I mean, how is he everywhere? It's, it's like it's not making, 
you can't. You can't be doing this. This person is unhinged. Mm -hmm. So now, of course, Layla's like, okay, someone's taking pictures of me too. If I had any tech skills, I would shut this psycho down for good. I think I know someone who can help us. She goes to visit a friend, Paige, and is like, will you help me track down the stalker? Because I guess what you kind of get is Paige knows computers. Yes. Like maybe she teaches a class on yes. like, you know, technology and hacking or something. Paige is a classic Lifetime character. We have one of them in almost every single film. It is mm -hmm. friend that has nothing to do but help the people in the film. So it's Absolutely. like pages. Page is going to factor in later too. Just available yeah. typing. Oh, of course. This email. Who cares? Let me help. Like just <laughs> ready, right. ready at a moment's notice to do anything. And the reality is, I bet Harper has been a bitch to Paige, If I'm being honest. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Do you think well, Harper they're got like a mean person's heart, <laughs> and that's why she's got so much attitude? Probably. I could see that. Totally. Okay, so basically as they're trying to figure this out though, dad calls mom and is like, someone broke the new security camera. So it's mm. like, okay. I found it like this. Oh, please tell me you got something on video. I wish. Check, but there's nothing. Video just goes static all of a sudden. <sighs> then we see Harper is walking home completely alone. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What you doing walking home alone? when you got a stalker. And you know that the security guard is missing, so you don't right. even have your protection. And lo and behold, what happens? The stalker comes up from behind her, grabs her. Luckily, she's able to fight him off and mace him because her parents gave her mace, and he yes. runs away. Oh, Thank boy. God. Now, we just told you Harper's ass got grabbed in the street, Okay. So while the parents are going to like put up new security cameras and Paige is like, I can't help. The IP address was masked that basically the parents are like, you know what we're going to do, Harper? We're going to send you to live with your aunt for a little while till they can catch this guy. And Harper is pissed, y'all. <laughs> Harper just got grabbed like four hours ago. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is our best option. How is ruining my life the best option? Honey, we're not ruining your life. We're trying to protect but you. By making me miss prom? I mean, it's, Harper. it's Portland. Portland's beautiful. <laughs> Gorgeous. Great comedy scene. Obviously, a very interesting fashion scene. Oh, yeah. Someone grabbed you on the street. Mm -hmm. You're not okay, Harper. She's mm -hmm. not listening. This is why I would never have a child. Because children will just do some dumb shit. Oh, and boy. you just gotta like, oh, no. you know what I mean? Pick up the pieces. I'm and I refuse. Have a Harper. Okay, so <laughs> Harper is now venting to Monica. And now that I think about it, Monica's kind of a page prototype too. It's like, do we ever learn anything about Monica? No, she's just like, I got you Chad's number. Who's Monica's crush? You know, what are her <laughs> dreams? What does she want right. to do when she grows up? Right, What's right, her right. number one school? We know nothing. Right. So Harper's complaining about her new Portland life. And this is when Joey and Russ, it's not mansplained, but they're definitely inserting themselves in the conversation. Listen to this. When my parents tried to ship me off to college, I had to let them know no way, no chance, no how. Right. That's exactly the same situation. Look, I had to fight for it, and that's what you have to do, and show them that you can do it. Thank you for the advice, Russ. Oh my God, thanks, <laughs> Russ. How rude. That's so rude to Russ. Everyone's I don't even know why like, he keeps coming to this coffee I shop. Know. There's another place to go. They're like, hit the road. And so Monica goes off to school. And Yeah, Monica's like messy. You know what I mean? 
I don't know, because she's very like, you, why won't you get with Chad? Like, she's just really kind of The only thing I don't like her. about Monica is her treatment of Russ. Okay. That's the only thing okay. I hold against her. And at this point, Russ is obviously very much a suspect. So we can kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. hang it on that, too. Um, and so Harper and Joey have sort of this, like, sweet moment where she's like, you know, thanks for always being there for me. They hug. And it's very clear that like he has a crush on her in some way. Uh-huh, but like definitely. it also feels like she kind of has vibes for him too. I know, right? It kind of was like, I was like, why are you hugging him kind of out of nowhere? I'm like, maybe you might like him and you don't know it. <laughs> I love how judgmental <laughs> and critical we're being of this fictional teen girl. <laughs> we're like, what a bitch. I, believe- I bet she's got an evil heart. <laughs> I believe in punching up, Megan, and this is it. Yeah, okay, yeah, right here. Yeah. She's thinner than us. She's blonder than us. She's younger than us. This is punching up. <laughs> so that night, Layla is leaving the college campus. You know, she's been she's been teaching. Okay, she's been trying to guide these minds. And she's it's like, dark. Look, which well, I like. Pitch black. I, and like Layla at this point, she knows she's being stalked too. She's gotten photos of her at school. So it's like I don't know why these. But have some lucky to your car. Okay? Like mother, like daughter. Yeah. But we see her get hit by a golf club. A driver. Okay, well, I'll send you my email confirmation of the flights. All right, talk soon. That's a big club. Megan, I think that uh, listeners might be shocked to know your specifics around golf. Would you care <laughs> to tell them about your background in the sport? Yes, absolutely. I was captain of my high school golf team. And I had a pink putter and the high school now awards a pretty in pink Megan Gailey award. Yes. You didn't tell me that part. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's called the (laughs) Megan Gailey pretty in pink award. And it goes to a senior that displays coachability, leadership (laughs) and something else. Megan, you already have a legacy. You have a legacy. Well, I don't even know if they still give it out, but I hope. I hope. Babe, Megan, this is huge. <laughs> See, that's why I like doing this podcast with you, because you just, every week, you heighten with some new facts. I've lived a and life. I just, <laughs> I mean, it's too much. Okay, now, okay, I should not be, we should not be laughing so much, because no. quite honestly, mom just got hit in the back of the head. <laughs> yes. And then, you guys, who finds mom but Russ? Russ. Dun, dun, dun. Miss Woods. You okay? Okay, we need to take a break. This has popped off. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, 
Okay, we are back. Megan, come on. The fact that he found her, then I was like, okay, again, I know he's a MacGuffin, but remember, if he doesn't go to college anymore, Why are you on what campus? is he doing on the campus? Exactly. exactly. That's my thing. What are you is doing he, on campus? Is he using the computer lab that I am so triggered by? Um, <laughs> he might be using the printer. He could be. Okay, so we're back at the $1.5 million house that we don't know how they pay for, and Layla <laughs> is giving the police a report of the incident. It was dark. I was on the phone. I didn't see anything. He came out of nowhere, and he hit me, and... That's all I know. So this is now elevated. It is no yeah, longer the, just stalking. This is now aggravated assault. And, so the cop is in. The cop yes. is all in. And they found the dead body of Floyd. And they think oh, these God. cases are connected. And to that, I say, where is Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> I is, know. Are, are I we, know. Do we still think he's eat, praying, and loving? Or are yeah. we now convinced that he is... A, a a second body. Right, right, oh, right, right. boy. Wow. I know. It's, okay. So Layla is like, okay, I'm going to go back to work. I have work to do. And of course, Derek is like, no, yeah. you're going to stay home. You were attacked. And see, now this is where I see like mother, like daughter. Exactly. They like to walk alone and they are not taking the very painful hints that this stalker is giving them. Mm-hmm. So... Layla decides, okay, you're right. She goes to she goes to class and she's basically telling the students, like, I'm about to take a leave of absence. You will be getting worksheets, you know? And <laughs> gonna be a lot of movies. Okay. A lot, a lot of art movies. Um, and as she's doing this, she starts to get messages on her phone. Now, first of all, I can't believe your phone was in your hand when you're in the middle of lecturing, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Because what she sees are messages with pictures of herself, with her eyes crossed out. Ah! So scary. That's always so scary so to me. So scary. Then she gets all these threatening text messages that are like, you're going to die today. And then a blocked number starts calling her. Uh, I'm going to end class early today. It's a family emergency. So uh, if you need to get a hold of me, you can reach me via email. Okay, so Layla then goes back to Paige. Again, we love Paige. Available. Paige is on sabbatical. She's on sabbatical. Okay, she's just hanging out in her office. Keep going. Because she wants Paige to track down the blocked number. And Paige is like, oh yeah, that's easy. The texts are coming from a phone that's only a few blocks away. And the phone is actually inside the coffee shop. The texts are coming from a phone within these couple of blocks. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. That's deja vu brew. What? He's there. Well, Paige is good. Paige is better than CSI. She knows the location of the phone, the exact building. I didn't know they could get that close. She calls Derek and is like, call this number Mm -hmm. and watch whose phone, because like whoever it is is in the shop. So Derek calls the number and Russ's phone starts ringing. And then just as that happens, Russ like looks at the number and then is like, let me pack up and go. And so Derek is like, okay, I got to keep this guy here. You know what I mean? Because they've already called the police to come. Layla's on her way. It's like, so then Derek is like trying to talk to him. So about the, uh, about the spaceship, um, just blew, just, what, you blew it up? Another time, I I actually got to meet someone, so. Yeah, um, oh, hold on, hold on. Layla wanted to talk to you. She said she uh, knows some people over at the University Press and um, could be a good connection. I don't know, but um, she's going to be here, you know, like in, 
any minute now. He's really bad at stalling. And <laughs> I think like if I was not given the instructions to stall, I definitely dilly dally on my way out of some place, you uh-huh, know? Uh-huh. But if you told me like stall, I'd be like, Duh, I can't even like I did feel for Derek, but he is truly bad at it. Um, so then he just grabs Russ's bag like he realizes he sucks at it. And, yeah. he, and he hands the bag and Joey pulls out the phone. So Derek wrestles Russ to the ground and then the police arrive. They cuff him. And as they're leading him away, Russ is like, that's not my phone. That's not my phone. Right. Looks like we found your stalker. You've got to believe me, guys. Come on. You know what my phone looks like. You've seen me on it. You know that's not mine. Come on, guys. You know... At that point, it's safe to say it is not Russ. You, you know what right, I mean, guys? Right. Like we're not even in the we're not even in the final act. It's not Russ. He's being framed. But apparently, the whole family is like, "Oh yeah, that checks out." That Russ was a stalker. You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? Like oh, they were I know. Really like, she's like, I, "I mean, I'm not surprised. He did ask me out once." Like, and I was like, "That is always so funny to me." The person who people assume is the bad guy. I always want to do a movie about them. Because it's like, what right. do you do after you realize everyone in your life thinks you could kill someone? Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And you're like, you're you're free to go. And it's like, free to go where? Everything's been ruined. Um, anyway, Monica shows up at the coffee shop and asks Harper why she turned down Chad. Apparently, wow. you know, Monica did all this work to get her his number. And then she's like, no, I'm not feeling it. Listen to why Harper did not want to go out with Chad. Okay, I mean, look at Russ. Like, we thought he was just your everyday weirdo. Turns out he's a total whack job. And, like, what if Chad ends up being some kind of, like, closet serial killer who wants to dissect, I don't know, bunnies or something? I mean, okay, now she's not going to take risks. But this is with a person who probably won't murder her. At any point, did you think the stalker might have been Chad? No. Because we've never seen him. No, I didn't. I feel like whoever it is we've seen, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so I guess a couple nights later, you know, Harper has changed her mind. Mm -hmm. And now we see Chad finally see Chad. Yes. And they are at Sidewalk Grill in Los Feliz, a restaurant that I have eaten at before. And I'm guessing you have too. I have never. Oh, okay. I've, I passed by it. Is it yeah. good? Yeah, it's Mediterranean. Um, okay. The plate, so they use that as the exterior. The interior right, right. was a different location. Of course. Well, of course. Um, and I will say this outfit on the date was the first outfit that I go, okay, fashionable teen. She had a jean oh, okay. jacket, but she had cut out the top of it. And mm-hmm. so it was like an exposed shoulder jean jacket, which I'm like, I'm saying that confused. And if I'm confused, then that means fashionable teen. Okay, I understand that. Absolutely. I, okay, I'm going to tell you this, Megan. Mm-hmm. I'm very underwhelmed by Chad. Yeah. Okay. I, I just don't, f- I mean, what, like, did you think you were like, okay, yeah, this is a crushable guy. Like, do you want Chad, are you shipping them? I thought Chad was going to be just like a nothing. And then I felt mm-hmm. like he really did have personality. And mm-hmm. he like when he pretended he was like a reporter and turned his little notepad and then was like jotting <laughs> things down. I'm like, I think Chad is more personality than Harper. Wow. OK, <laughs> you found him a little. He was whimsical. Yeah, I thought well, he was it, funny and cute and charming. I never thought I'd lose the who's more interesting contest to a piece of chicken. Well, here we are. Yep. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's OK. I'm kidding. Oh, no. I'm just. I'm just a little nervous. 
Well, they both bonded over having watched the same documentary. They've seen one documentary. One documentary. (laughs) And I know, and it was like, Chad was like, what? He's he's like, oh yeah, I watched it with my parents. And it was literally like, I'm a nerd. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Who else are you going to watch it with? You live with them. Yeah. (laughs) I I used to watch Jeopardy with my parents every night of high school. Sorry. You did? Yeah, I guess I'm a nerd. Oh my God! The Megan Gailey, pretty and pink word for most coachable. <laughs> well, coachable, coachable translates to not good at golf. I hope you know that. No. Yes. Was it like, but like most improved? Like you worked, you were the captain. You couldn't have been bad. I was bad. But how? I just had a positive attitude about being bad. I just didn't care that I was bad. You know. <laughs> So Derek calls Layla to ask where she is because Chad and Layla are about to be home. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't imagine how embarrassing that must be. I know. Um, Also, like, aren't you supposed to bother the date before before they leave? You know what I mean? Like, not at the end. It's not like he's going to come in the house for a nightcap. They're 16. Well, we kind of get the vibe that he wants to ruin any sort of, like, funny stuff. But she does because um, Harper and Chad are standing at the doorstep and they're, like, about to kiss. And then Derek knocks on the window and she's like oh my god dad so on a scale of one to 19 19 okay (laughs) how would you rate this date oh um well if i gave you an eight oh my how hard will you work to make our next day even better okay okay so it was a 19 we'll give it like a solid 16 16 out of 19? What is this scale? <laughs> It'll make no kind of sense. I know. I know. Oh, God. But you know what? Chad still gets his kiss in he before she goes anyway. in the house. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, Chad, you're bold. You're yeah. bold. And I'm into that. Oh, boy. And then as Chad is walking to his car, the hooded stalker attacks him from behind with a golf club. <laughs> Oh my God. And at right right that moment, Layla arrives home. She sees Chad's bloodied body on the ground. Oh my God, Chad? Chad? Oh, jeez. Uh, Derek? She tells Derek to call 911. Okay, so that stalker is obviously not Russ because Russ is locked up. Exactly. Also, I feel like there had to be always like, this man, this man keeps using a golf club. Do we have any golfers in the friend group? I think we should have unpacked that. Luckily, mm-hmm. you know, I will say immediately, we do see Chad breathing mm-hmm. when he's down there. Because remember, he's already dropped two bodies. So I'm thinking, we got a dead Chad. I know. But thank God, no. Chad just has a concussion, some broken ribs, and... They finally put together what you just said, Megan, that Russ ain't the stalker. Listen to this. I I was so sure it was Russ. So sure we'd finally caught the guy. But how does this happen, huh? I just don't understand how Russ ended up with the phone. Someone went to the trouble to plant it? He must have. Remember who? Well, duh, MacGuffin, we told you that. (laughs) You think? So then at the coffee shop the next day, they are discussing how the stalker is still out there. And Derek and Layla cannot leave Harper alone at all. You know, no more walking on the street. None of that. And I hope the same goes for Layla. So Layla (laughs) is like, do your homework. Sit here. I'm going to a meeting with the dean. And then they make a plan that they're going to go visit Chad in the hospital. Love that. The relationship's escalating. (laughs) And as Layla is sitting waiting for her meeting, she notices a security camera in the school's office and then she has a light bulb moment and 
she calls Derek and says this. The day that Russ was arrested, the cameras were recording, right? Ever since Russ is in the stalker. Okay, honey, listen to me. The guy who framed Russ must have been there to plant the phone in his bag. The cameras would have picked up that footage. You forgot you had a security I know. I was like, you literally put that in like a week ago. Also, there's nothing I love more than a security camera and reviewing footage. It's yeah. my favorite part of any yes. mystery. The footage never lies, okay? And the nice thing is they own the coffee shop and the footage, so they're not taping over it, like is what usually happens. Which is what really happens, exactly. Yeah. So Derek and Harper go into the office, the back office of the coffee shop, and they start looking through the footage, and they realize the person who framed Russ is Joey. Oh, Hello. yes. They see Joey walk by very slick and drop a phone into Russ's messenger bag. Oh, my God. What? what what'd you find? It's true, it's Joey, but why Why would he want to hurt me? Planted the phone. As he's serving. As he's mm -hmm. serving, too. Like, he's holding a plate and like with, with a couple coffee cups. Yeah. And he manages to do that. Because he's been in the hallway using his burner phone. His stalker phone. Yeah. But, you know, if they're in the back of the coffee shop, you know who works there, don't you? Joey. Joey. Yeah. So Joey, of course, got his ear to the door, Three's Company style. Yeah. And he has heard the whole thing. Right, okay. which we realize because Layla races over to the coffee shop and unfortunately she finds Derek unconscious and bloodied on the ground. Derek, honey. Honey, what happened? Oh God, who did this to you? Joy, he, he, took, he took Harper. Took, took her where? This is the fourth man he has attacked. I know, I know, probably with the same golf club. And Harper is nowhere to be found. Joey has Harper. Whew. Absolutely. And then we cut to Joey driving in a car with a big old grin on his face, looking like a kid on Christmas. And he's like, he like calls back, you know, someone behind him. And I'm like, okay, Harper's in the trunk. I mean, come on. She's obviously in the trunk. And so while this happening, mom keeps calling Harper's phone and it goes to voicemail. And she's like, so annoyed. She's like, pick up, pick up. I'm like, how could she pick up? You know, she's been kidnapped. Did you expect her to pick it up? I, Layla, no. And Joey can hear the phone ringing and it's really pissing him off. We are now right. seeing him evolve into that Harper, Harper, Harper kind of yeah, yeah, like yeah. energy that we saw earlier when we didn't know it was him. So then Layla calls Paige, oh, who's available, of course, we love to Paige. track Harper's phone. Paige says they're headed out of town. We love it. And then Layla fully leaves Derek. Yep. Just okay. bye. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Derek does say find her. I mean, obviously he gives his blessing, but it's also like Derek is bleeding from the head. I hope you at least dispatched an EMT. Anyway, she gets in the car, goes and tries to follow them, basically. So like Paige is basically a Waze app. Yeah. Paige is on her phone being like, go five miles, go straight, yeah. turn left at the sign. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Paige, babe, I need to know what's going on in your personal life. That's that what you I'm can saying. Do this. That's what I'm saying. Um, I don't know. So at this point, Joey has like reached his limit of listening to this phone ring, which that I do relate to. He pulls over, he grabs his golf club, he goes, he opens the trunk where Harper is, and he smashes her phone with the golf club. Hey, look, it's your mom. They've stopped moving. They're about five miles ahead. Trying to keep us apart again. I only think she was best. Trying to send you away. Crap, I'm so sorry. What? I lost the signal. Golf club. So Harper there gets out of the trunk and she begins to like fight with Joey. Yeah. And of then course. she bashes him with the trunk and runs like up a path into the hills of the San Fernando Valley. 
I was very impressed because I've never seen someone do that. Basically taking the top, the lid of the trunk and just bringing it down on his cool. back. And I was like, okay, good to know. It's pretty good to cool. know. I like that. That was a hot tip. But then, of course, since the phone is smashed, Layla loses the Layla and Paige lose the signal of the tracking. Paige, I'll call you back. Parker. As Layla's making her way, Joey tackles Harper and says this. It wasn't supposed to be this way, you know. My mom died from her heart condition. I was too young to do anything about it. But when you were diagnosed, it was like a second chance. I was there for you. We were meant to be together. Stop fighting it! Joey, why are you doing this to my best friend? Okay. Okay, so because his mom died, yeah, but Harper Harper was his chance to make it right. So then, is, does he want Harper to be his mommy? You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. that is the that's the psychosis. That's the part that's so unwell. And then he pulled. He's a whole like, well, if I can't have you, no one can. And yeah, he's like, oh god, he starts to he starts to choke her, honey. Oh my god, and Harper's about to lose consciousness. Then. Joey gets whacked in the head with a golf club. Wow, you should have brought your golf club, Joey, because mom Layla grabbed it and she came up on you and she whacked you upside the head. That was satisfying. And then he, she did the thing that I love. It's like very horror movie. Like she knocked him down and she's like, stay the hell away from my daughter. Like I love when someone says their big line, but to no one, right? Because he's knocked out. Mm-hmm. I was like, you've already gotten him off. And then it was like, good. And she was like framed, you know, in the shot. And she's kind of holding the club. Get your hands off my daughter. We love that Lady Liam Neeson energy. So then Joey's arrested. Yes. And, he's, but he's still trying to tell yes. Harper that I he love loves you. her. He's like, he's like, clear this up. Clear the, I didn't mean anything by it. I'm like, you were about to kill her. I'll be out in and 7 Harper, to 10. Wait for me. <laughs> Harper sitting in the back of an ambulance with her mom and her mom's comforting her. And then she's like, I feel bad that we got Russ arrested. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, if someone deserves free coffee for life, it's yes. Russ. It's Russ. Thank you. And and he needs to be invited to every heart transplant anniversary party from here until the end of that heart beat. I know. <laughs> okay, so now we're back at the house. Derek and Layla sit Harper down and they tell- Well, we flash forwarded, right? It's our it's our beloved yeah, but lifetime they didn't tell flash us forward. How, they didn't tell us how much forward. Okay. They did, right. I was waiting Fair. for it. I was waiting for the yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they sit Harper down and they tell her the best news she's ever heard in her life. No, <laughs> not that her stalker is being put in jail, that she can relaunch her account. But she can't show her face. And she can't share any personal info. And she has to design some outfits for her mom. Okay, agree. Okay, next, you cannot share any more personal information. No names, no places, nothing that can be traced back. Thank you! Oh, God. Okay, good. Hey, 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 hey. One more thing. Sit. What? I want you to design some outfits for me. Well, well, well. Harper turns out to have a condition of her own. Mm-hmm. And we cut to a family fashion show. Woo. Mom comes and unveils a cute little pencil dress. How do you call it? Like, like what's that? Like sheath? Not yeah, sheath. it's just like a um, 
tight. Early 1960s. Yeah, yeah. just like, but like that kind of cut. It's a, it's a dress that I guess Harper designed, even though I was like, that looks V Banana Republic. No, but, yeah, it was very basic. Again. But she designed it. And then they're all like, they're just loving life, honey. Yeah. They're all having fun. They're hooting and hollering. Mom is like pretending to be like a fashion model. Dad's pretending to take pictures. I'm like, you could have used your phone. But they're loving it. And literally, we go out on this family, our Target stock photo family, survivors, all of them, mm-hmm. living their best lives. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did it warm you up? Did that ending with the family dancing, did that warm you up? No. <laughs> no, it didn't. this movie is it's it's complicated for me there's a lot to unpack and because you obviously as you can you can tell you know i was so annoyed by harper you know in all of these movies there's the lifetime hero and the lifetime villain but then there's another Mm -hmm. layer of who we believe to be the real hero and the real villain and i'm very comfortable saying i think the real villain in this case is Mm -hmm. the edwards school of design (laughs) because if they were not forcing young teens to collect Instagram followers, Harper Uh would have gotten off or made her account private at some point. Right. Okay, I get that. Who do you think for real hero or villain? Well, I like to. I believe the real hero of this entire thing is Paige. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Paige is here getting you the coordinates. Paige mm-hmm. is here on a moment's notice. Paige picks up on the first ring. Mm-hmm. Paige is ride or die. She- we all need a friend like Paige because I mean, the detective literally for most of the movie was like, "Can't help you." I don't even know if we saw him again. Um, <laughs> and Paige also is deserving of free coffee for life. Paige and Russ. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, totally. Whew, that's satisfying, though. You know, I think Harper's the real villain. Anyway, <laughs> um, okay, you guys, we now have a beautiful, wonderful treat for you. My favorite part. We have some wonderful voicemails that listeners have left us. Mm. And Megan, I'm telling you, they're juicy. They're wild. It's amazing how many people have real life, lifetime experiences. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can hit us up at 212-424-7338. Whew. Okay, you guys, we're about to get into these. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Okay, now, Megan, I did request that you not listen to these voicemails until now. Yes. I wanted to know what you felt. Okay, yes. I blind, blind, well, not blind, deaf here. No, I, well, I don't want to. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) First time hearing. Okay. Producer Julie, will you please play voicemail number two? Please leave your message. Hi, ladies. My very harrowing story. Uh, When I was a teenager through college, I worked at my uncle's bar and I would work very late nights. Um, 
going home in my ca- going to my car uh, in a parking lot at like three in the morning. No, which red flags everywhere. <laughs> and one night, uh, I got into my car, and before I could lock the door, a guy opened the passenger door and got in the ca- got into my car. <laughs> And my whole life flashed before my eyes. I thought he was about yep. to point a gun at me and say drive. Everything, all, all of the permutations were happening. <laughs> but um, he was just very drunk and confused and thought that it was his car or his friend's car. And oh. I just yelled at him, get out of my car, get out of my car, get out of my car. I was about 19. And he eventually did. And then I uh, drove oh. home terrified and have been terrified of getting into cars by myself ever since um love you both thank you bye Uh, love you i love you you're a survivor sis i thought of you megan for this because didn't you used to work at a like a bar and grill and you'd work late and stuff and like go put take the garbage out back yes yes and what in this story i'd say the real villain is her uncle you got to be getting protection for your niece. Letting Absolutely. your own flesh and blood just be out in parking lots at 3 a.m. Oh, my God. This is so scary. My car has this feature, which I will be getting rid of soon. Um, The car, not the feature. <laughs> oh, okay. Where I, when I get in, uh, you know, I unlock it and I get in and I close my door. It automatically locks. I love that. I do too. I love that. Because I, I always feel like ours doesn't do that. And like, you know, when Andy goes into like a gas station or whatever, I like am really honestly locking everything immediately. Yeah, Because uh-huh. I'm not trying to get caught out. But this is so terrifying. And like, this is also such a movie moment, you know? Oh. It's got the horror. Girl walking alone at night mm-hmm. in like a parking lot that you think is empty. You know, when you do that quick walk and you're like, I'm just going to get to my car. You get in. You take a breath, right? You put your purse on the seat next to you or on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, a man gets in the passenger seat. Ooh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God, the terror. I the think, terror. I think for like a lifetime story for this, this would be an amazing cold open. But it's uh-huh. the same thing. The guy is drunk. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, it was just, phew, we thought it was bad. And then it's not bad. And then she starts, like, she has a friendship with someone she works with. He starts being the one to walk her to her car. And then he attacks her. Wow. Okay. You really turned it. So you're taking yeah. that whole, this whole voicemail is the big MacGuffin in a way. Uh-huh. And then really it's like a coworker who's been playing the long game of like, I'll get close. Or maybe, ooh, it's like in How I Met Your Murderer. Do you think the coworker hired the drunk guy to scare her? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that she would then be like, will you walk me, Tom? And then, oh, my God. Where I mean, are this- teens working in bars? <laughs> She's like, well, this is why it's a family affair, right? It's right. like the niece is like under exactly. the table. It's she ain't got illegal. no paperwork. And the yeah. like, nah, it's fine. I had a 14-year-old washing dishes two years ago. <laughs> oh, we're so happy Ooh. that it turned out that way. Um, very, how scary. As she said, she said, now I'm scared to walk to my car alone. Like, I don't like to walk to my car alone. You shouldn't. Ladies, we should not be walking to our cars alone. Okay? All vulnerable peoples, we should not be walking to our cars alone at night. Parking structure, parking lot, just down a block. Honey, if it is like after 8 p.m. When the sun goes down, you gotta find a friend. (laughs) 
You got to. Absolutely. I started almost okay. singing a Brooks and Dunn song. When the sun goes down. I don't know what that is. Town. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Well, it just, I mean, I, I've been preaching this forever. Men, do not talk to women after dark. <laughs> okay? That it, you, you, yeah. they, their yeah, lips yeah, should, yeah, yeah. their lips and their hands should just be frozen after dark. <laughs> I mean, my damn Volkswagen had to invent a whole feature just because men can't be trusted. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Julie, play the next voicemail, please. Please leave your message. Hi, Naomi and Megan. Um, first of all, love you both. Love the pod. Thank you both perfect tiny baby angels. What happened to me is, um, so I'm 19 years old, and I'm taking my first mega bus ride from Chicago to Indianapolis, right? So I get off the bus, and this guy that I've literally never seen before in my life immediately comes straight up to me, makes direct eye contact, right? Doesn't introduce himself, doesn't say anything else. He's just like, you ready to go? And me, not knowing this man at all, goes, Yup. So we start walking towards his car, you know, away from this group of witnesses. And he's like, so you're from Chicago? And I was like, oh, yeah, I go to school there. And he was like, oh, you're still in school? And I was like, yeah, weird that this guy, you know, doesn't seem to know any information about me because I'm still thinking like, oh, you know, this is a friend of my parents, whatever. So he asked me a couple more questions that indicate to me that he does not know who I am or where I've come from, which does not raise any red flags for me for some reason. So we're walking, we're walking, we're walking, we get to his car, and he goes, wait a second, you're not James's girlfriend, are you? And I go, no, I'm not. And he is mad, like he's very frustrated and starts to immediately walk away. And I go to find my parents, and literally this guy is gone within seconds. Um, so obviously I'm still safe, but like, can you guys imagine if anything else had happened? Like if anything had gone differently. Anyway, that's my story. Um, see you later. Wow. First of all, Indianapolis. Love you. Chicago to Indianapolis. I, I said those are two of Megan's hotspots. Okay, I-65. Oh, that road. <laughs> I could I could drive on it blindfolded. I don't want to, but I could. How long is that drive? Three, three hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it can okay, it so can bad. take longer. So I had a very similar thing to this happen to me. What? I was visiting a friend in Rome. She was at work and she was like, my boyfriend will pick you up at the train station though. So I had never met this guy. My parents oh, no. had, and I, this was like pre me being on, no, I, no, I don't think it was on Instagram. Maybe it was on Facebook. I don't know if I had seen a picture of him mm -hmm, even. Mm -hmm. And so I get off the train and he is oh, Roman. God. He's Roman. Mm -hmm. um, so I get off the train and I see a guy who's obviously like, you know, looking at me like I am who he is there to pick up. Oh, Megan. So I get in the Megan. car. I get in the car with him and what? we are driving and he goes... No, I, white girl's crazy! And so, you know, he speaks Italian and it doesn't seem like he can speak English really and I can't speak Italian. And so I go, where's Katie? And he goes, Katie? Who's Katie? And I go, Katie, your girlfriend, my friend, I'm Megan. And he goes, Katie, who's Katie? Uh, and then he goes, just kidding. What? He was just kidding. He was. Wait, it, it, was, it was the boyfriend? <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> and he can totally speak English. <laughs> he was just messing with me. I thought I, I thought I was in Taken. I said, Absolutely. Rome. Absolutely. 
When in Rome, <laughs> when in Rome, get in any nah. old car you see. Okay, y'all got to, this, okay, and why I needed us to play this, and I didn't even realize you were going to tell me some crazy, honey, you, you're the golf captain with a legacy scholarship, and you done gotten a Rando's car in Europe. It's like, do you want to live? This is what I be saying. To me, this is, this is like what you think happens in a movie to hear yeah. it in real life. Someone literally like, you go to a stranger, you say hi, he's like, you ready to go? And you say, yeah. Yeah, and no, she was like, he, yeah, I he, thought maybe he was one of my parents' friends. No. I think you should know that. You right. should know that before you just go up. You, you should know if your parents have sent an advocate, this sent a representative. Like, this <laughs> is like Crystal in Deadly Misconduct when the oh, creeper comes to get him and he's like, I'm one of your parents' friends. You know, like one of your yeah. parents' friends is a shady thing. Which is exactly why a 10-year-old knew it was a lie. I know all my parents' year friends, old. too. <laughs> This 19-year-old, I was like, girl. And she said, she's like, I don't know why I didn't raise red flags. I said, this is a white dog. It's very Indianapolis to go go in a car. Um, I do want to clear up that I do not think the Pretty in Pink Award is a scholarship. I don't know that any money changes hands. (laughs) Megan, it don't matter. It's the same difference. The Megan Daily Pretty in Pink Award. Maybe $1,000 to. Maybe a new set of golf clubs. I don't know. That's probably more expensive than this award is going to. Award you. I I really want that to be. I really want to see that on somebody's resume. I'm dying to see a graduate have put like under awards and honors the Megan Gailey Award. It's not pink. the Megan Gailey Award. Megan Gailey Pretty in Pink Award. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh. I'm sweating. I'm so scared for our girls. I know. Girls, pay attention. Do not follow. Do not try to be polite. Okay. Do you want to be polite or do you want to save your life? And there when, it is. And when you're at a mega bus, getting on one, getting off one, head on a swivel. On a swivel, honey. Whew. You are and walking double time <laughs> and walking double time. Okay. Whoo, you guys. We're public so, service and a recap show. I, <laughs> we're doing it all for the culture. So if you want to leave us a voicemail of all of your harrowing survival stories is what it's turned into or any lifetime experience that could be a lifetime movie, call us at 212-424-7338. Oh, I feel like I'm a spokeswoman in like a pool commercial. I love it. 212-424-7338. Oh God. Okay. I think that was satisfying. And now We just got to keep on trucking. You guys, we got another movie next week. We'll be covering the first movie in a new Lifetime series, Keeping Up with the Joneses, The Wrong Family, starring and executive produced by the one and only Vivica A. Fox. Wow. And it is narrated by real housewife queen, Candy Burris. Wow. And yes, she is going to be here. We are going to be talking to her. And you are going to be Megan, you're going out of control. You're obsessed. You're obsessed. All right. All right, I'm just so excited. All right, and if you are listening to this today, Thursday, July 8th, you can actually watch the movie tonight on Lifetime at 8 p.m. You can also watch it online starting tomorrow, July 9th at mylifetime.com slash LMN slash movies. Yes, that link will be in the show notes. Megan, you want to give us a little tease about the movie? Boy, do I. Okay, so Robin, played by the Vivica A. Fox of the Indianapolis, is the matriarch of a wealthy and powerful family who for generations has dominated life in and around the seaside town of 
of Pacific Hills. Robin, along with her four stepdaughters, who that's a lot, will stop at nothing to protect their business and family after they are threatened. Using threatening notes, blackmail, and even murder, whomever is threatening them is determined to destroy the family and everything they've built. But there's nothing the Joneses family won't do to hold on to their power. Because when you mess with them, you are messing with the wrong family. Oh, that was good. That was good. (laughs) I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. (laughs) I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder with Chris Boniello as editor and sound mixer. Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler with original music by Blake Maples and hosted by... Naomi and Megan. Us. 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 I mean, you you should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host. Okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. 